to the benzo rehab dungeon episode 55 it is august 27th 2021 i'm your host michael deebs uh joining me as always john the producer from the instagram handle uh at disco uh, pathic uh, ignore the uh in there it's just at disco pathic all one word um we we have a very special guest today uh john if you could please uh play his walk-on music Oh yeah. Oh. Well, oh. Well. This isn't. This, this is, is not good TV. Yeah, this is <laughs> terrible TV. <laughs> Just go ahead and download it. I, I swear it's safe. Yeah. I, I, I only sometimes download sketchy porn. <laughs> this is one participant in the great Amos game. I get, I have a lot of weird plant seeds. You know what? Give the chimpanzee credit for the effort. It looks like, you know, the everyman's kind of silicone cock cage. 31 years have been set free after a lock was broken on their enclosure at a primate research facility. You put this entire thing over your cock and balls. I knew all the On Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> huge tip. Calling it the great ape escape. Just a nod. He's up on the screen now. Uh, <laughs> I forgot how bad that was. <laughs> how long it is. Yeah, it's, long. It's, it's long. It's not good. <laughs> Awkwardly long. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there's lulls in it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, it's over. Oh, wait, it's not. There's Tekazinski talking. <laughs> well, there that was uh that was before I knew how to do all the uh, audio balancing. Um which dubious to say I still or or I know now. Um Brad Danzens, welcome to the show. This is uh, Brad Danzens, old uh, old friend of the show uh, from the Instagram handle at uh, Mister Danzens. Um, it's me. That is that is him. We we will tag him in the description if you want to follow him and his uh, his escapades. Uh, Brad, how are you doing today, buddy? Uh, you know I'm doing well. Um, I finally uh, I've plunged myself into the world of higher learning mm. uh and as a 38 year old man oh right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah that too uh but yeah i'm now in classes 
with other students who are young enough to be my child. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's neat. You feel like an 18-year-old again. Not really. You <laughs> yeah, get looked you... at because you, you have an old full beard and uh, a cane. and <laughs> Sweat, Sweatpants with a visible boner. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, saying visible is kind of generous. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> noticeable. Yeah, <laughs> definitely uh, they're in spirit. <laughs> well, good to hear it. Um, John, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm pretty good. Like, I could be doing better. I'm a little bit tired of the uh, uh, workplace harassment and oh. uh, all the write-ups just because, you know, just five minutes late, get a pink slip. Yeah. I don't think, I don't well. think that's fair. You know, most and jobs do ask you to show up on time. Um, well, I mean, that kind of sounds like bullshit to me. You, you haven't been threatened with firing yet or anything, so I don't know what your complaint is. It's just well, no, the the the, the ankle cuffs are just tightened. Okay, well, that's punishment. Ooh. <laughs> the, the tracking... I'll be on time for that job. <laughs> the, the tracking ankle bracelet, first off, <laughs> is necessary because you can't seem to come here on time. And secondly, you know. I don't want it to slip off. Fair. fair. I'm worried you know. that one day I may lose you. It's yeah. It's me, not you. And yeah, except no, for I, the ways I, that it I mean, is I, you. I, I, but I, I knew it was mostly you. That's why I don't change my behavior. Yeah. Because mm. it's your fault. You're a bratty sub. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh noticeably not joining us today uh as the regular listener will notice is uh is uh denko suvin uh from the instagram handle at dank the um he is not joining us today because he's been placed on administrative leave yet again uh this time for uh ethics and cum journalism specifically superhero come journalism um he made a false statement regarding uh superman and spider-man's come uh loads uh being cancerous i forget uh whose was cancerous and whose wasn't (laughs) but i i uh, that's a good debate yeah i found myself in a position where i was having several arguments with people about the uh the strength of superman's cum blast last week and i mean it is what it is i guess um i mean that that old trope is based on what was it kevin smith made that joke i think on mall rats oh man Uh, so that's that's older than probably any of these listeners yeah, um, that is we've been a... talking about Superman's come for a long time. <laughs> we've been talking about Superman's come since before you were born. <laughs> I've analyzed his cum blast since, <laughs> since you were no taller than a grasshopper's knee. Well, cool. Yeah. So our topic today is uh, is uh, trust in institutions, especially uh, government ones. Um, and and why it's at an all-time low and you know uh the kind of disingenuous way that this is being engaged with uh by people saying you know why don't you trust the institutions you should just trust the institutions or uh being uh incredibly uh uh mean i guess is the word i would use oh yeah 
just just cruel. very condescending in their tone like yeah condescending you know. <laughs> and cruel and dismissive of uh very uh very reasonable uh reluctance people have to uh trusting these institutions um but before we get into that uh you guys are fans of misogyny right yes yeah uh, wake up yeah. Wake up, I get a picture of Nancy Pelosi and I punch it every morning. <laughs> every, every morning. It, you, it's like that slam the VHS yeah, I was tape in say, you, meme. You open palm slam a picture of Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Okay, well, this yeah, is. So, uh, go ahead, John. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying that misogyny is actually my, uh, my religion. Oh, uh, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. This will hopefully never. <laughs> come back to you know us in a bad way or something uh from people who don't understand what joking is um but anyways uh there, there was this wonderful clip that uh that matt walsh put out matt walsh is uh with the the daily wire uh which is ben shapiro's uh media outlet yeah he's he's a he's a pretty insane right-wing grifter um in his Twitter profile, he calls himself a th- theocratic fascist, and Ooh, I don't have like I, yeah, I, don't, I don't yeah no it actually says that in his Twitter um, like profile. Um, I don't think Holy it's shit. ironic either because of the way he like talks. So um, let's uh, let's let's watch this clip. This is him talking about uh, Christy Nome, uh, who is is it South Dakota's uh, governor? I think it's South Dakota. Anyway. One of, one of those governors. She's a Republican. She sucks. Um, not because she's a Republican. She just sucks no matter what. Um, yeah. And and uh, he's talking about, you know, like having resistance to all these uh, mask mandates and stuff like that. But he goes down a very, very weird uh, conversational path while he's talking to himself, which, which I think Ooh. is also weird about all these Daily Wire guys. It's like they just literally sit in front of a camera and like just talk directly at somebody with like no conversation happening and i think that's kind of weird it'd be like if i just had the podcast alone right like yeah i mean they, psychopath they, behavior yeah it is psychopath yeah, yeah. behavior they, they, they probably all can't be in the same like room you know yeah so uh let's go ahead and play this clip from uh, matt walsh like beta fish Oh, we're loading you ever ad. wondered what actors and actresses do when they have to get in shape really fast for a movie? There we go. I, I tell you what, I'm, I am done and have been done for a long time with these Republicans who are too afraid to use their power. What is it you want to do, Christy? I mean, you didn't want to use, you don't want to use your power here. You didn't want to use your power um, over, over schools to stop them from putting men into uh, women's sports. Just like the Republican governor in um, Arkansas didn't want to use his power to stop children from from being uh, generally mutilated. So what do you want to use your power to do? You have it. What do you expect to do? Well, the answer is for these Republicans, they expect to do nothing. They want to be given the power just so that they have it. And then they want to sit there and do nothing and wait until they're out of power and then they can start talking again about all the things they would be doing if they only had that power again. That's the game for Republicans that has been 
did did he did he just figure out how politics works i believe i believe yes he has stumbled upon how politics works <laughs> but but uh he things are about to get very fucking weird <laughs> oh wow yeah i thought it was just uh his like i don't know like like are his cue cards not big enough i feel like he he did do this from memory yeah and and uh he, he definitely deviates from the script here uh, right, I'll go back to it. In that same game for decades now. When they're out of power, they say, give us the power. There's so many things. Here's all the things we could do. And then the voters say, okay, well, here you go. And then instead of doing things, all they, they, they spend their time coming up with excuses and saying, well, eh, hang on, actually. We can't do that because X, Y, Z. And no, that's not going to work because of these reasons over here. And if we do this over here, well, then the Democrats will do it when they're in, in power. No use for these Republicans who have made themselves useless. No use for Christy Nome. Christy Nome is a very attractive woman. Okay. So she's got that going for her. That, that, as far as I can tell, that's the only reason why she was ever looked at as some sort of 2024 potential front runner. All, the, the hype and everything that she's gotten from conservative media is entirely based on the fact that she's an extremely attractive woman, which she is. But, you know, you put 50 pounds on her and another 20 years. I don't think she gets any of that. Hell yeah. Go off. Because outside of that, she's just, a, she's just your standard sort of corporatist establishment Republican who's not interested in doing anything. Pizza. That was literally, that was like, hey, you know, if she was a fat broad, no one would care what she had to say. Nobody would care what this corporate fascist had to say if she was ugly and fat. Uh, scroll, scroll down a little bit first to get this douchebag off the fucking screen, and second to uh, Christy Gnome's epic clapback. It's downloaded for it. There we go. Uh, so she she tweeted out in, re in response to this, instead of engaging in a debate about the proper role of government and how it isn't conservative to tell people how to do business, Matt Walsh blogs stooped to horrible misogyny. Eyes up here, Matt. So <sighs> clever. Yeah. Anyway, she sucks, and and she probably deserves the misogyny she gets because she's a. Uh, She's a fucking weirdo psycho hog that, you know, doesn't like women's rights to begin with. So her complaining about misogyny is pretty fucking weird. Um, but yeah, I thought we'd, uh, you know, the, the new kind of format that we've been working with is we find some some outrageous thing to laugh at. And then we uh, we go into <laughs> why the world is crumbling around us. Um, usually these two things are kind of co <laughs> coincidental with each other, but uh you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So, so it, it, this is like indicative of this. One thing I've noticed on Instagram is this far right trad cat monotheist drive within, I guess, the Western world. And all of these young 20 year olds stating that, you know, they want to get back to traditional values that they've never lived in. Yeah. And then they want a king as well. And a theocracy, <laughs> right. a, you know, a, a, a religious based for sure. Uh, king. Yeah. Um, and, and it's fuck. guys like this drive it. This is. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you know he, yeah, I'm, I'm, he jerks I'm, off to fucking Naomi Christie and the idea of wearing knight's armor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so let's go ahead and go to our next link, and this is going to be more, uh, more on the uh, that nobody has faith in institutions thing anymore. Oh, it's our boy. It's our boy, our our favorite boy, Trump. Also, this lady who's been dealing with digestive issues since college. Uh, join she the club, She took too much lady. ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a 24-second ad. i just oh. go ahead and play it on silent while I set this up. Uh, so, so I got, speaking of weird ads, go I got a PragerU ad yesterday that was 37 minutes long Oh, on yeah, no, I've gotten that too. It's fucking nuts. That's that, uh, that's that Koch Brothers money. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll buy you a thirty-seven minute ad. Like you can skip the ad, of course, but like, I don't know. I fall asleep on my computer all the time, not because I drink a lot, uh, <laughs> but I fall asleep on my computer all the time, and I'll wake up to like those ads, like, like PragerU, and I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. Again, not not drunk or anything. Just be like, oh no. fuck, get the fuck out of my face, Dennis Prager, you fucking. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I don't fucking want to hear your voice. And then, like, I, I don't have the willpower to, like, move my hand and my mouse to close it. Um, that's, a, that's a brainwashing, slowly. Yeah. Slowly fucking uh, crippling your ability to, to uh, reject them. Oh, no. I don't want to, like, join their political, like, movement or anything. I do want to fuck Dennis Prager all of a sudden, though. <laughs> This is what it's actually about. It's Just a bunch of subliminals yeah. of his fucking cock. Well, you know how like uh, all the conservatives have like a weird psychosexual uh, thing about like AOC or or any of the other like uh, uh, progressive Democratic uh, ladies. Um, yeah, like they're, I have they're that hot. for I have that for Dennis. Enough. I have that for Dennis Prager now. Oh, because I yeah. keep I keep sure. hearing his uh, his voice in my dreams as I lay nearly unconscious by my computer. <laughs> I'm I'm portraying myself to be much worse than I actually am. <laughs> the, the commercials are working. <laughs> yeah. uh, so so this is Trump at a rally, um, and uh, he decides to and. Uh, this this video that's uh, up at the top may not be the right video, which is strange. Oh, I'm glad I I'm glad I watched that uh ad yeah. for it. Huh. Hmm. Well, hmm. he was uh he was booed at a rally. You could probably just uh, Google search uh, Trump booed vaccine. <laughs> but uh, he was oh. he was booed at a rally for uh, telling people that they should uh they should get the the vaccine. Um, which of course, you know, is, is dumb, uh, but also, uh, you know, the, the disingenuous way that liberal media latched onto it is like, oh, these people don't even accept it when it's coming from their guy. And it's like, well, technically they're kind of being ideologically consistent, uh, even if they're wrong. Um, there we go. That should be the, the link right there. If that even plays. All these Ugh. links worked yesterday when I sent them. <laughs> there you go. That's probably the one right there. Aha. Uh -huh. well, oh, I'm surprised the Washington Post paywall didn't pop up. 
Because <laughs> democracy dies in darkness. So where's my fucking money, bitch? <laughs> it, it, it'll pop up after the ad. So you watch the ad, then you get, you then the you get the paywall. Like, oh, you wanted the fucking content? All right. So so this is Trump oh, talking. Oh, looking a, good. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a healthy lad. <laughs> uh, so he's he's doing his thing. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no. That's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. Okay. I'll call up Alabama and say, hey, you know what? But it is working. But uh, you do have your freedoms. You have to keep, you have to maintain that. Public cloud wasn't built to handle everything. But that's okay. Because now you paid for this, John. God damn. (laughs) We're paid? (laughs) No. We're not paid at all. (laughs) What is going on on that, Ed? You can. (laughs) Anyway, besides the point. Um, so you know, in general, we're seeing a lot of mistrust in the uh, in the vaccine. Um, I think America is like the the leading country that has like access to the vaccine, but also isn't taking it. Uh, funny enough, um, yeah. So you know, the there's there's mistrust in in like the FDA. Uh, which is warranted in some circumstances and the you know media response has been to you know kind of punch down at these people who are expressing you know concerns about the vaccine how quickly it was approved and everything like that um let's go ahead and go to it's it's the third to the last link that i have up there um you know, there's there's a lot of black people are used like a political football in America, and it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you you hear somebody like uh, Texas's lieutenant governor, whose name I always forget. He just looks like a fucking. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. What's it? What's what's your you're, you're in Texas. You should know this. What's, what's your <laughs> not the guy in the wheelchair? <laughs> no, not the, the one, guy in the wheelchair. Yeah, the one the one not in a wheelchair (laughs) the one that's not abbott um (laughs) the ableist one yeah Yeah. literally greg abbott if you're listening to this i'd like you to stand up and get my face (laughs) and we'll settle this like men uh it was funny when when greg greg abbott got covid I was like, uh, I forget. I, it was in some group chat I was in. I said something to the effect of like, he couldn't outrun COVID. <laughs> um, Dan Patrick. Got his name. I used to work with a guy named Dan Patrick. So, I don't so think go they're the and, same uh, guy. Go ahead and actually click on that top link that came up on, on just hit back real quick. Yeah, go ahead and there we go. So let's go ahead and watch this because I wasn't planning on on going down this road, but I think it's a good road to go down. Um, But black people are being used as a political football as per usual um, with, you know, Republicans blaming black people and then Democrats refusing to accept that black people uh, 
both have legitimate reasons to not trust the medical institutions of America and also that their uh their their vaccine reluctance is real. Uh so you you find this weird uh this weird gray area where if you're like looking at this realistically it's like okay, yes, uh black people are reluctant to t- take the vaccine. And then also, no, black people aren't responsible for the outbreak, like uh, Dan Patrick is about to say. Um, but, you're, you know, you're right. It's the Chinese fault. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yes, and then, and then you have racist. and then you have like the, the liberal media, you know, saying, how dare Dan Patrick say, you know, that most black people aren't taking the vaccine and it's like well you're denying reality and and making that complaint like they aren't and they have legitimate reasons to not uh but you know it's like have you have you seen all the black doctor uh public outreach commercials no i haven't seen those i don't watch tv or anything but i'm sure they're just fucking horrific yeah they're they're on facebook and youtube and i'm sure that they're on other uh, streaming and normal cable stuff. John, I but hate to like, say this, but they might be targeting you. Yeah, no, may, they they probably are. They maybe they finally fi- pin down <laughs> what 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 my race is. <laughs> they uh, got the they got the old like they're, color they're taking match a guess. <laughs> <laughs> got an old paper bag and fine tooth comb. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and like to to add to that, there are still black americans alive today who watched family members die of syphilis yes during the tuskegee oh, experiment yeah. absolutely it, yeah that that is not long ago history there are no people that's, yeah that's actually yeah. The, there's uh, probably the, dozens of listeners the the next link after this is is about the tuskegee experiment just in case some somebody doesn't know about it uh but let's go ahead and watch dan patrick uh blame black people for for the <laughs> virus Oh, yeah. Let's hear this. Turn to politics and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and allegations of racist rhetoric during an appearance on Fox News. He suggested it was unvaccinated African-Americans in Texas who were to blame for the state's latest surge of COVID-19. ABC 13 reporter Erica Simon is joining us right now. And Erica, we're hearing from folks all over the country, uh, political leaders. So before we continue, when our faces like Dan Patrick's going to become too unattractive to be politicians. <laughs> no, he looks like a, a fucking off-brand uh, Jeb Bush. Yeah, yeah. He, he really does. He, he's, he's the he fucking like great Jeb value Bush. Jeb Bush. He, he's yeah, got like, that, that thing where like the nose is like pinched weird. <laughs> and it just look and, and he and he does have like a really nasally dopey voice and it matches his, his face a lot. Um, not, not to body shame or anything, but I think he's a dumb piece of shit and, uh, and he looks like one too. Um, yeah. his breath stinks. I bet yeah. his breath stinks real bad. I bet it tastes, or sorry, not taste. Whoa. <laughs> <Sexy>. <laughs> See, yeah. It's that, it's that psychosexual programming from, from falling asleep <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> Prager you is like, you want to taste Dan Patrick's mouth. 
I bet his delicious penis. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I, I like how uh, I, I don't know what Texas news media is like, but I feel like they found the only two uh, black reporters in all of Texas to cover this story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, go ahead. We're going to see his stupid face closer soon. Uh. Leaders who are condemning what he had to say. They are, Mel, and they're condemning it very quickly. Mayor Sylvester Turner, all the way up to the national NAACP president, are calling his claims baseless and offensive. Folks are also saying we should be focusing on how to stop the spread of COVID-19 and handling the health care shortage, not spewing out things like this. So, again, about... Dan Patrick's looks. Yeah, it's getting worse as we get closer. Yeah, so it looks like he's had a nose job, right? Yeah, that's a very unnaturally thin nose. That's what I'm saying. His nose is weird and like pinched, right? So if he got a nose job, like I guess a bad one, maybe his nose is worse. Why didn't he fix the rest of it? I don't know. He's like, why didn't he go for enough blood money? I guess for for reconstructive surgery. He wasn't able to sell enough adrenochrome. (laughs) That's actually what happened is he snorted too much adrenochrome. It made his it made his nose all fucked up. This in less than one minute, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick created a firestorm. In an interview now being widely shared, he said Democrats like to blame Republicans for the spread of COVID-19, but the biggest group in most states are Black Americans who have not been vaccinated. He went on to say that the last time he checked, quote, over 90% of them vote for Democrats in their major cities and major counties. In a tweet, former HUD Secretary Julian Castro called the comments reprehensible. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner said, quote, the Lieutenant Governor's statements are offensive and should not be ignored. NAACP President Derek Johnson went. I also love how people think that like, like black people like worship white democratic uh, politicians or something. Like just oh, because yeah. like black people vote Democrat, like, like, I don't know why they think that the black community actually like likes the people that yeah it's not that they're underrepresented (laughs) and that the major parties never push uh, anyone that would actually look out for them i I Uh, forget i think it was michael che uh who's who's one of the only good parts of uh saturday night live uh but but during one of uh, the the weekend or last or weekend update yeah that's what they call that segment during one of the weekend uh, update things he said i usually vote for the guy who's less likely to shoot me for being black and that was his yeah that was his justification for voting for democrats which fair yeah fair yeah yes very went a step further and said quote Black Texans are not the driving force behind the surge of COVID cases in Texas. This statement is not only baseless, it's racist. Falsely casting blame on the black community is one of the oldest tricks in the book, and we expect better from an elected official, end quote. So, what are the facts? According to Texas Department of State Health Services, 5.5 million white Texans have been vaccinated with at least one dose, or 34.95%. 1.2 million black Texans have been vaccinated with at least one dose, or 7.88%. It's important to keep in mind, though, that black people only make up 11.82% of the population in we Texas overall, to, uh, according to the... Tw- much further. Um, 
there's there's clear reluctance in the black community to get the vaccine vaccination. Uh, if we go to uh, the link that says uh, "Black New Yorker," yeah, right there. <clears throat> um, so black New Yorkers may have the lowest vaccination rates, but community groups refuse to give up. Uh, this article goes into it's something like tw- only twenty eight percent of uh of uh, the black community in New York is vaccinated right now. Um, so, you know, like I was saying there, there's the political football of Republicans saying, oh, black people are to blame for all the problems. And then, uh, you know, the, the immediate like backlash from the democratic party is, oh, that's racist. You can't just say that black people don't want to get vaccinated. And it's true. Um, so let's go ahead and go to the, the link next to this, which is the, uh, the Tuskegee, uh, experiment, um, which Brad had, uh, talked about, um, and so this, uh, this article, uh, it's pretty non-biased, uh, history of, uh, the Tuskegee experiment, but it's, uh, 40 years of human experimentation in America, the Tuskegee study. The goal was to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis in black populations, but the subjects were completely unaware and were instead told they were receiving treatment for bad blood when in fact they received no treatment at all. Um, it's fucking disgusting. It is yep. fucking disgusting. And so it started in 1932. Uh, 600 African-American men from Macon County, Alabama, were enlisted to partake in a scientific experiment on syphilis. The Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the uh, Negro male was conducted by the United States Public Health Service and involved blood tests, x-rays, spinal taps, and autopsies of the subjects. Autopsies because this fucking killed people. Um and like Brad was saying, there are uh, black Americans today who's, uh, who first off saw their family members suffer from this or are, you know, one generation removed from it and have heard the horror stories. On top of that, the, the medical industry treats black people differently. Um, first off, because your medical coverage in America is tied to your employment. Uh, and black people statistically have less employment opportunities. Um, secondly, because uh, doctors have this weird belief uh, that black people are just more hardy and can. It, it's well, taught. It's still part of the curriculum yeah. in America and Canada. Yeah. In medical yeah. school. Black that they have higher have pain higher, tolerances. Yeah, higher pain tolerances. Yeah. Higher pain tolerance or more hardy, uh, except. Uh, we're uh, more uh, prone to addiction or something. Well, it's it's you know it's like when you when you That's make a D and D character and you know you choose the uh, the African American race and you get you know the plus <laughs> the plus two to constitution but the minus one to willpower, yeah, or wisdom or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't play those nerd ass virgin games or anything yeah. I, I was just you know i figured yeah same <laughs> we, 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 have, we have sex here <laughs> yeah we, we have we fuck i want to fuck I've Dennis Prager. Sex. <laughs> 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 uh, so let's go to the next link it's a wikipedia link um and uh this is this is just a fun read if you want to go through it sometime uh but it's uh unethical human experimentation in the united states and it's just a it's just a list of all the uh, the times that the United States government decided that they were going to um, test 
things mm -hmm. on people without their knowledge or consent. Um, so uh, another thing with this, I haven't read through this, but um, I, I have read about this topic um, previously. Uh, they use the army for a large population of, yep. of these studies, exposing them to different things, not telling them radiation was obviously a huge one. They didn't know what an atom bomb would do to people, um, you know, on a battlefield. So they would expose them like that. Yeah. And if you look at the correlation, you know, the military directly targets low income urban areas mm -hmm. um, to try to pull every minority group in America to come serve. And, and you know, yeah. not not just even every minority group, but also just anyone that's low income. Um, yes. Yeah. There's there's a I mean, I, directed effort to recruit out of low income areas because that's where people, you know, have the least opportunities and need something like the GI Bill is, you know, yeah, military service is probably a bad idea. However, the GI Bill is one of the like leading uh, methods of of like class mobility. Um, yep. And the only way you get that is by signing up to go uh, die in war, uh, yep. potentially. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I, I, I it's a, just on that real quick. I grew up like that. I I live. I I've moved back home. I now live, but uh, the, my county is one of the poorest counties and one of the poorest states. And they had like a military recruitment week. All the recruiters would show up, and this was this was before a war. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they were just targeting kids that didn't have options to go to college. Yeah. And uh, yeah, out of my college or out of my graduating class, there was like 76 of us, uh, 11 of us joined the military. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that you mentioned is uh, how, how the army has done experiments on troops. Um, probably not just limited to the army, of course, uh, no, any no. of the branches. Uh, but the, uh, the anthrax shot that I got when I was in, uh, was experimental at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's cool that, uh, that I got an experimental drug, uh, that was just tested on me without like, I mean, they tell you that you can quit at any time, but that's never like something that they uh, push or um, encourage. Uh, or even it's, let you know. Yeah, or even let you know. That's something that they tell you after you're like, I don't think I like this, but it's too <laughs> late because you're already like past the uh, the period where you can just separate without any negative consequences. The other thing too is it it always seems to get brought up if you have side effects from it. They're mm -hmm. like, well, this was a voluntary. Why did you do it? Yeah. You right. know, and it, it, it yeah. Well, um, while I was being screamed at by a man uh, twice my age uh, to stop being a sissy bitch and take the shot, um, <laughs> which didn't happen to me. I just went through there like a fucking cow. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of yeah, that. No, I, 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 yeah, I don't remember there being an option. Were we, were, were we allowed to refuse those? Yep. Yeah. I, I was a I was a drill sergeant. You're, they are allowed to. No one is allowed to stick a needle on you without your consent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just never tell you that, and they scream at you that you have to do it. So, uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah. The non participation rate is very low. So one thing that's really interesting, I uh, 
can I share a little anecdote? Please. Um, that that regard in regarding this, I just got my. Uh, I'm a disabled veteran, so those of, uh, listening don't know me. Yeah. Um, and I um I just got my rating back from the VA, and yesterday I actually got my full printout packet. And it, it's like, hey, you got this fucked up, this fucked up, this fucked up. And it, it breaks down everything. It, it, it was something like a 20, 30-page document. Um, and one thing that was really interesting, I noticed on there, uh, they gave me a very high percentage for chronic fatigue, which was something I was stating I felt like I had. And, and they confirmed it. And it said on there, and no doctor has ever said anything to me, no, no one in the VA has directly said anything to me. And they said it's due to Gulf War syndrome. I think I mentioned this to you earlier, Mike. Yeah, you did. And it it, it, it said, oh, uh, this is due to um, diagnosed Gulf War syndrome, due to exposures to, uh, it said burn pits, uh, a bunch of different aircraft fluids. Um, uh, being deployed in the Middle East was like a general Gulf War syndrome. Yeah. Uh, exposure to chemicals, just generic chemicals yeah. was another one. It's like, what the fuck have they done to me? Where at 38, they're like, oh, yeah, buddy, you are, you're done for life. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and, and it's it, something I didn't know that we were being diagnosed with. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're, I guess they learned from the last uh, Gulf War to cover their bases, I guess. And not. Yeah drag this out for 15 years which i mean there probably still are i guess well they, they dragged the pts uh ptsd settlements out uh for a long time yeah that that was uh <clears throat> i remember that especially like when i was first and that was something that like uh the veteran community was really struggling with was getting like uh diagnosed with ptsd uh and stuff like that um I think by the time I got out, I got out in 2013 uh, because I had two deployments. I was like, yeah, this sucks. And I don't think I'm doing anything good. So I'm just going to get the fuck out. I wasn't very invested in it or anything uh, at that point, I guess. Um, But by the time I got out, I think they were doing better with the PTSD stuff, but still not great. Uh, It's still something that that goes ignored. Um, it, it does. I, I, even in my experience recently, yeah. it, it requires a significant amount of justification. And when it's obvious it's there, there is a concerted effort to sh- make to try to see if it's not service related. The one once they like confirm certain symptoms, then they start getting into, well, tell me about your childhood. Did anyone want around you drink? Da, 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 and they go through all these things yeah. where it's obvious what they're doing. Once they find a connection, they'll be like, oh, your PTSD is due to this. Not the fact that, you know, you're exposed to dead bodies or um, people, you know, dying or being in combat. Uh, no, no, it's uh, your yeah. dad's fault. Right. <laughs> Which it kind of probably is. But Your I dad mean, was mean. A little, a little column A, a little column B. Um, yeah. I'm actually... Uh, I'm I'm about to start my own uh VA claim process because it's something that I put off <clears throat> put off for a long time. And yeah, I'm kind of like coaching myself and like uh you had a beautiful childhood and everything was ruined once you joined the <laughs> <laughs> Uh not true. I hope they don't find this recording, but uh if they do, I guess I get, I guess I'll probably take back whatever disability rating I get. Um 
so yeah, since we're on the subject of the military, um, let's go ahead and go to why people don't trust institutions, uh, military edition. Um, let's see. I don't think you clicked all the links. Possible. There should be one. There should be one about how uh, how we were lied to about Afghanistan for like twenty years. Oh. In the Discord. Mm. It it's the one that's got a bunch of Marines in the thumbnail. There you go. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. There. Hmm. Uh, so criticized my work. I had opened it already. Oh. It was your drunk eyes. <laughs> it's only getting worse from here, buddy. Um, <laughs> it was better in my eyes. More like <laughs> God, you guys got me back on Dennis Prager again. What? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it turns out that for, uh, we'll be generous, probably 15 years, uh, the, the U.S. government was lying to us about uh, the successes in Afghanistan. Um, and really like the, the, the real cool part about it is like the majority of when like the lie became conscious started with Obama. Um, I've noted on here a couple of times, John, you were on this deployment with me back in 2012, uh, we were breaking down the base was, was like yeah. our, our mission goal was to break down Camp Leatherneck. Uh, we were packing up all of our equipment and sending it back to the States because everybody was under the impression that the war was about to end. Uh, it turns out that uh, for years before this, uh, but then, you know, the lies really started being conscious during uh, the Obama years. Um We knew, rather generals knew, I think everybody on the ground knew yeah. Uh, as well, um, like that—that that was one of my major reasons for getting out. Was like I feel like I just participated in the most useless, brutal exercise of imperialism <laughs> that's like happened in recent memory. Um, yeah, and and you know this 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 is partially because I was on a guard post for a while, and you know I was having to send quick reaction force after people who were trying to find scrap metal and the reason i had to send quick reaction force after them is because sometimes that scrap metal would end up in bombs uh but also we put that scrap metal out there so that we could shoot at it for target practice uh and and that's you know was like 12 hours of my my daily life was just this cycle of nonsense um guarding scrap metal guarding yeah. scrap like i, I literally guarding garbage the post I was on overlooked the training range that the Afghan National Army used, uh, which how did the training with the Afghan National Army turn up? How did how did that how did that end out? Let's ask the the president of Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, is that the president of Afghanistan? Because I'm pretty sure he's around here now. <laughs> oh, oh wait, no, that's the Islamic Caliphate of Afghanistan now. Oh, oh you're talking about those guys. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the. Uh, the one that ran away, uh, Ashraf Ghani. Oh, no. <laughs> nah, I don't give a shit what he'll say. Yeah. Chokes on a toe. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they were the smart ones, the, the ones that ran away. 
Oh well, I mean, it, yeah, it's, like, it's they, they like didn't they like execute almost all the special forces guys who didn't, or the Afghan special forces guys yep. didn't uh, give up? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, it, there's there's been a lot of weird PR over there, but yeah, they're they're not. I mean, who who would expect anything else, really? Um, and and it's which, horrible, but which those the, uh, we Afghan. we did such a great job leaving. We left lists of all of these in computer systems and databases yeah. with all this info on it for, for them to find. So, yeah, that's, that's a, that's kind of a point I wanted to touch on and, and why people are losing faith in all of our institutions is, um, you know, yeah, it's great that Biden has decided we need to leave Afghanistan because we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Uh, the Taliban offered up, uh, Osama bin Laden before we even like entered the country really and then we under Bush said no we don't want Osama bin Laden we want to bomb your country for forever um, <laughs> and then we'll get we'll get Osama bin Laden later when uh, Barack Obama needs some some political points scored uh, in the war on terror um, but yeah no uh, <clears throat> fuck I forget where I was <laughs> So basically, we were lied to about Afghanistan for 15 years. Um, now that we're pulling out of Afghanistan, which we should have done a long time ago, it's being done in the most botched way possible. Um, you know, people, and I, and I see this a troubling amount in like leftist circles where it's like, hey, we have to give Biden props for standing up to the military industrial complex and pulling out like this. And it's like, no, we don't. And oh. he fucked it up, so we give yeah. him even less points for that. Um, yeah, no, no, he's already beating war drums. Yeah, and and now, as predicted, uh, something bad happened because of how haphazard this withdrawal has been, and now he's saying that we're gonna go and fight ISIS. Um, we gave him the site. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotta go kill ISIS K now. New yeah, war. Which, when, when did isis k become a thing this is literally the first time i've heard the term isis k and i understand uh, that it's like a sub- i have not heard that what i think they it? i think that they are uh i guess uh no, no they're, they're like they're like a, uh, a Pakistan Taliban. They're, they're like a subsect of 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 isis right well, um, yeah, but they, 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 uh, they, they used to be they used to be uh, Pakistani Taliban is what their ranks are mostly made up of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then now they're spreading into Afghanistan. I, I think and the Taliban, the Taliban government's also said, get out. We will take care of this. Yeah. And yeah, but oh, yeah. There, there's going to be not good enough. We have to challenge their sovereignty. No. And, and I think. Yeah, I mean things are going to get complicated over there obviously. Yep. Um because America has no process for like resisting the bait game, which is what they did. Um ISIS wants to fight us for for forever. Like because they they know that in the long run they're going to win just like the Taliban has won in Afghanistan. They're going to win as ISIS because America doesn't know how to fix any problem except for to throw tons of bombs and money at it, uh, which works great for the extremist uh, recruitment 
which makes sense because if you were being bombed by a foreign entity, uh, you would want to join the resistance to that foreign entity. Um, and then also they win because they economically cripple our country. Uh, you know, we're trying to get this uh, infrastructure package passed, which may not even pass. And, uh, you know, part of the reason that it's such a hotly debated thing is because we spent so much fucking money on a war that we didn't win. Um, war, not even just money, but, but you know, lives and everything. Lives, yeah. Lives and, you know, just the general... Uh, mental well-being of america honestly um so reputation resources yeah, everything reputation, resources. Fucking gone to waste so that's another thing is uh you know when, when it comes to uh supply chains you know we, we talk about resources when it comes to supply chains you know all, all of last year uh americans faced scarcity uh because the government had no like preparation for the uh supply <clears throat> chains being disrupted by covid um yeah so yeah and like a like a what's the cost of an mrap oh gosh <laughs> like because so because like you know it's like oh you know well we don't have a stockpile of masks and medical equipment but we've got such a large stockpile of fucking mraps that we have more mraps than fucking military personnel can use more mraps than the military can afford to store so we'll give podunk fucking county fucking towns fucking mraps for free yeah. Uh, depending on the model, I just looked it up or, or the layout. Uh, it's five hundred thousand to a million dollars each. Right. Yeah. Each. Yeah. I, I they were produced in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, and I lived there for a while. And they were making so many of them that our aircraft could not keep up taking them overseas. So they had special fucking cargo ships coming in. <laughs> To pick up hundreds of MRAPs at a time and to send them over. That's all you would see on the fucking railways in Charleston and down at the, the ports were just fucking MRAPs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that was pretty much the policy was that you that they that they did like a warranty exchange for their MRAPs. Yeah. And then we would just, well, not us, us, but uh uh mrap mechanics would just rebuild the ones that got blown up but there was no turnover time between uh people getting their basically brand new mrap yeah um that was that was a little bit mixed because on on our second deployment that was a much more streamlined process uh but the first deployment that I was on um and this is one of my traumatizing war events was I had to crawl into blown up uh, MRAPs to retrieve the uh, radio gear that was still inside them. Um, obviously, sometimes, you know, crawling around, uh, not full human remains, but, uh, you know, blood splatters and other, you know, grotesque, morbid, uh, morbid things. Hard things. <laughs> yeah, like, clearly this used to be organic matter, and now I'm crawling through it to get to a fucking radio system so I can uh, evaluate whether or not it's repairable. Uh, that was a lot of my first deployment, actually, which was fucking 
its own cool thing. Um, so, fuck, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we not? Now, how did these experiences, I guess, further solidify your distrust in institutions and government? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good question because uh, when, when I got out of the military, I was... Um, I, I would say that's when I went through like a, a, a kind of libertarian phase. Um, I, I, I still believe that the, uh, the government is, uh, going to fail us no matter what, and that we should probably not live under any kind of state. Um, but yeah, at that point I was like, so anti-government that even if the government did a good thing, I was like, no, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> but, but, you know, I obviously had pretty legitimate reasons for that. And, and I think anybody who has mistrust of the government has uh, legitimate reasons for mistrusting the government. And that's part of why, you know, there, there's such a disconnect with, with things like CNN who are saying, you know, oh, we've got to trust the government. And, oh, hey, the FDA just approved the vaccine, so you should trust it now. Um, you know, it's it's really failing to uh, read the room, I guess. Um, Absolutely. And and understand where people are coming from when when it comes to you know trust in, in a government that's consistently like as as long as i've been alive and, and the primary reason that i joined the marine corps was because i was having trouble finding employment in 2008 when the uh the housing market collapsed i was working in the housing industry i was working for an apartment complex doing maintenance it was my first job really um and i lost that job because the the money for any kind of housing just completely dried up um so, you know, my entire adult life and even in my my childhood, I was failed by the government because I grew up food insecure. Uh, I grew up in an abusive household that, you know, uh, none of the state entities that I contacted and said, hey, my life is bad. Please help me. Uh, did anything about. Um, so, yeah, my my entire life, the government has failed me why should I have any trust in the government now? Because the government all of a sudden is going to take care of me. Um, based on their track record. Yeah. I don't based, fucking based believe on their it. Track record that yeah. that's proven to be false. And I think that rings true for just about uh, the majority of America uh, that the government has not taken care of them. It's never helped them in their time of need. It's caused circumstances where they've been put out um, you know, the, the 2008 market crash, uh, everybody, you know, not everybody, a lot of people lose their jobs. They lose their livelihoods. They lose their homes. What is the government response? The government response is to bail out the banks, not to cash give for cash for clunkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can trade your shit piece car in for, uh, for a new car that you can't afford. <laughs> You can live in your new car. Yeah. Well, that's becoming more and more common, right? That. Yeah. And and like some. The, Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I the, there's some like uh, it's a very expensive school. I forgot the name of it. I I, I watched uh, some interviews with some students, 
and it was something crazy, like 17% of, uh, of sophomores or something at that, at this like nice university with like nice quads and parks and all this shit fucking that it was like 17% of students were living in their vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's miserable. Right. Let alone working, working people, which I mean, those students were working and they couldn't fucking go to school and live, let alone people who work full time and can't live. Yeah, so, and, and this lots, is lots this of construction workers live out of their their uh, their uh, cars, and can the and construction trades, depending on where you live, generally get paid decent ish. No, compared that, to absolutely. You know, I, I work in, you know, I, I work in, in a in in a public uh, sector, but also you know I'm I'm running a not insignificant portion of a region's uh public works infrastructure i can't even afford to live in the region that i work in i have mm-hmm. to live 40 minutes away from it because it's too fucking expensive to live in like the more concentrated san diego area um and i don't have a bad job at all like all things considered but it still doesn't pay me. and and you know they keep on putting in what they call affordable housing uh, which is signed off by, you know, the local government. Yeah. Heavy quotation marks there is, as Brad is doing. Um, they keep putting in affordable housing. Uh, I talked about this on the Instagram story the other day, but it's like uh, the bottom level is like least space for, for uh, businesses. And then the next three levels up are uh, apartment buildings. And uh, these, you know, a one bedroom apartment in these places starts at two grand. A, a two bedroom apartment is, uh, 2,400. Um, it's insane. yeah. And this, and this is their affordable housing area where you have to literally live above a business. Uh, and, and these are completely unaffordable properties. I think it's now like every, there's not one, um there's not any state in the u.s anymore where anyone could survive on not even minimum wage i think it's like uh it's under 15 dollars. it's like 12 dollars an hour yeah and it keeps fucking um going up very quickly right yeah and i think john is pulling up some stuff about los angeles which you know uh los angeles is in the middle of uh trying to make homelessness illegal uh actually criminal criminalizing homelessness uh because they're in preparations for the uh the next olympic games yep um which is cool that the government uh decided that they wanted to have the olympic games enough to uh you know you have to go to like the olympic committee and like suck their dicks enough to uh to get them to decide that they're going to hold the olympic games in your city and then what your city does is it uh spends the next uh six or so years because this is like determined six years in advance or some shit like that um your your city spends the next six years uh preparing for the olympic games and what statistically happens is uh people get uh forcibly evicted from their homes uh this happened in japan uh it's happened in america several times it's happened in every country where the olympics have been hosted uh people get kicked out of their homes um usually not paid 
you know, kind of a fair market price for, for their, yeah, for, for their property. Um, and then are told to basically fuck off. And it's like, you know, they probably live in the area they live in because it's like, uh, passed down through the generations also close to where they work. Uh, so you're like kicking them out of the, the region that they're involved in as a community, um, and then the homeless population gets abused even worse, where they're actually criminalized for even existing in that space. Um, and this is all at the government's behest. And again, uh, I wonder why people don't trust the government. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they abuse systems like eminent uh, domain. Yeah, eminent do domain is, is like the biggest, uh, the biggest like abuser there. Um, an eminent domain means that if, you know, a locality determines and they have to go through the court, which, you know, we all know that the court is on, on, uh, a very just institution. It's um, perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect institution that never fails anybody, especially not certain groups of people of certain skin tones. Um, but yeah, eminent domain basically says that if a locality determines through the court system that, uh, your land would be better used by, you know, the public, uh, the public good, which usually means the financial sector good, the economic sector good, uh, yeah. that they can just uh, take your land and develop on it. Um, That's a cool thing. Yeah, which actually... it, it literally takes away, you know, family's ability to have generational wealth. Yeah. It's like, oh, you were going to pass this down to your kid? Fuck that. We need to put a water park in here. <laughs> right. No, and that, that's yeah. something that does happen. It it yeah. could be something as trivial as a water park. Yeah. Or, well, or like, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of this blue on this map of LA that's, that's near these, like, uh, these highways. I'm not going to lie to you. When I was looking at this map first, I thought that was water. And I was like, LA doesn't have that much fucking water. No, no, no. That, <laughs> that's a big pond. That's a, that's land and properties owned by, uh, by the city of LA. Yeah. And it's just a huge amount because, and some of them actually are just straight up like residences yeah. that are empty, uh, which I'm guessing are probably like these ones that have like these street like lines going through it. But they bought all this land or forcibly bought bought this land for some type of highway expansion yeah that got mixed yep. and now they just have all this fucking land that now they, they don't they literally use. have like hundreds well actually I it's like they're... almost tens of thousands of homes that are just fucking vacant now yep, yep. because they bought and it for it, the homeless yeah for them it, it's in their self-interest to keep it empty because now property values there's less of a supply of homes Yep. So prices are going to go up. They have more ability to then to squeeze taxes out of people or property taxes. And yeah. They can it's let a, the houses go derelict and sell them to uh luxury home developers and shit. When when you guys yeah, those <laughs> when those you guys gentrifying put, fucking uh uh condo companies. Yeah. So I was gonna say when you guys put it in those terms, it almost feels like the government is adversarial 
are you trying to tell me that the government isn't looking out for us and and actually sometimes is working against our interests for their own self-interest that's you mean the government wild. lies to us regularly so while we're talking about uh trust and in institutions in la specifically um John, did we look this up? I feel like maybe we looked this up on one of our last episodes, but the uh, the L.A. bomb squad lighting off a bomb in, in the middle of Oh, LA. God. Oh, yeah. And the guy who's now homeless because of it? They literally made oh, him homeless. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. We We don't need to watch it again, probably, yeah. Unless, yeah. unless Brad yeah. wants to. I, I, I've been keeping up with it. They uh, The last I heard specifically was... They had uh, an African-American gentleman arrested for going back into his own home Yeah. Um, after they had destroyed it. And, and they deemed you can't go into your own house anymore uh, right. because we fucked it up. And now it's obviously it's into this fucking bureaucratic sludge of trying to get compensation from the city for something they know they fucked up. Oh, on. yeah. Yeah. Well, and be like, no, take us to court. We'll. Hopefully you'll die from the stress in the meantime. So what? And so like, and they'll be like, oh well, there's permitting issues and there's these processes and all this fucking like bullshit, you know? Yeah. And and it's like, well, you we can't like legally let them go into like a like a red tagged uh, condemned house. Uh, it's not fit for uh, uh, people to uh, live in. It's like, but it's going to take months and months to get whatever fucking permits or whatever fucking restitutions. But like again, those developments, that water park or that Tesla truck factory yeah. got greenlit in fucking like six months for expedited. Fucking, yeah, expedited fucking permits. Where like other people like I, I can tell you as uh, somebody who works for it takes like five years to get a permit sometimes. I can tell you as somebody who works for the government and is kind of part of the permitting process sometimes. Uh if it's a project that the city really wants to have uh expedited six months no 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 two months <laughs> two months and that's with like hey you're violating basic code with these plans and you need to fucking fix your shit yeah, <laughs> it's or, funny too or, you have to think of like before the 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 city architects their engineers can go over yep. the plans yeah. like environmental impact studies they, they either they're fucking fudging those uh you know paying the inspectors to to give them a pass or yeah it's they're just moving on before they're able to be accomplished yeah absolutely no that's uh yeah i mean working for government has uh has made me even more disillusioned for i i don't know why i decided to work for government except for they usually have decent retirement plans but uh, I've I've reached a point in my my life where I don't believe that uh, by the time I retire, there's going to be a a stock market to promise my uh, retirement benefits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's why I got laser because there's not going to be a vision plan <laughs> in the hellscape apocalypse. I got laser because I can't see a good future. <laughs> if, if you're holding off on any me like routine medical procedures, get them done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any, any anything that's gonna that's gonna need uh get your wisdom teeth out treatment in the future get your wisdom teeth out. out get those titty implants whatever whatever it is you're you're waiting on now's the time get your cat ears 
Yeah, get your get your surgically implanted <laughs> cat ears. Can you imagine that? Just cat ears under the scalp, and it's just like your scalp flesh over yeah. the cat ears. It's so gross. Yeah. You just see them poking out. Yeah. You like, are like... you upset? And their ears are folded back. <laughs> obviously made out of shin fat. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a hair transplant from these. Where where'd they get the hair from? <laughs> the back of my knees. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah. Man. Uh well Bro. shit, gentlemen. Are we getting into the how how we're all gonna there's no future and it is actually incredibly unethical for people to be having children now? <laughs> Uh, we're not we're not quite at that stage yet. We're we're not okay. uh, we're not an explicitly an anti-natalist podcast. Um, we're not completely black pilled. Yeah, we're not completely black pilled. We we believe in uh, trying to have some hope. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 speaking for people because it's not just me and the podcast. But uh, I think it's I think it's reasonable to be black pilled. Uh, is the ultimate point of this this episode, I guess. It's reasonable to be blackpilled and to have no trust in the government and these, you know, institutionalist sort of um, partisan players who keep trying to tell you, no, 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 you just got to vote harder next time. I mean players or players play, player don't hate the don't hate the game <laughs> or or do hate the game not the yeah. player yeah. um yeah I mean the the institutional players that are uh, you know telling you oh you're fucking dumb for believing something well you know they have their own biases and beliefs that they're operating under that are also fucking dumb like uh trusting institutions that have routinely failed us um you know whenever whenever you see panic buying uh you'll see people say oh all these fucking ignorant assholes panic buying well yeah because people have lived in precarity their entire fucking lives and uh panic buying is more of a symptom when you don't feel like you're secure in whatever system provides you with things yeah um Especially when toilet paper seems like you're facing the potentiality that toilet paper is more valuable, could be more valuable than cash fucking yeah. in the near future. <laughs> yeah. It's always funny too. You see these, like, they show these uh, photos of like, oh, this is how it is living in socialism. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> like, if you Google image search the photo, right. it's from America. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which, by the way, uh, I'm seeing empty shelves again in a lot of aisles in the grocery store. Yep. Um, and also, as somebody who works in, you know, logistics is a huge part of my job, uh, getting supplies, basic building supplies, is becoming very difficult right now again. So, oh, it's prohibitively expensive now. Yeah, prohibitively expensive, yeah. Uh, sometimes just not even fucking available. Um, I know for a long time and probably still, uh, there was a massive backlog of ships in LA's harbors, uh, because they had to, they had to, uh, keep a bunch of people out of work for a while because they got infected with COVID. Um, and then a lot of people were like, fuck that. I'm not returning to this job because it got me sick with COVID. Um, 
yeah no it's just uh there's there's a fucking mess and uh um, didn't get a bonus or anything yeah and you know yeah it's funny i've seen facebook advertising a bunch of essential worker t-shirts to me i'm like i don't want that shit. yeah i i got a uh a friend a mutual friend of ours sent me a, a whole foods hero shirt uh oh, i don't know God. if he still does he used to work at whole foods though so. you'll have to tell me who that is so i can uh, uh, ask them about yeah. that afterwards <laughs> afterwards yeah like yeah i, I ain't like, no snitch like like those like cat person dog person shirts but i risk my life for minimum wage so i'm compensated by this hero shirt uh that you he, have to pay for yeah no there, there was one i saw and and the front of the shirt said essential af and Ugh. the advertisement said, essential workers, get your shirts here. We've got oh, yeah. tons of designs for you to show off your essential worker status. Um, you mean people try to exploit others know, in situations? Right? Gosh. Oh, speaking of which, I think, was it you that showed it to me? The ladies fell on the fucking cards? I'm sorry, what? The, oh, yeah. the, the woman... <laughs> Uh, the woman that was selling the COVID vaccine cards, the fake ones. I know that wasn't me. Okay, so th- this is, she is some fucking huge. She's a MAGA chud, um, and then is now into the anti-vax, uh, COVID's fake thing, and is now running a scam that's actually under investigation from the FBI. Finally, she was finding employees at CVS's pharmacies all that and then having them people would pay her three hundred dollars for one of these fake cards and then she was getting a a fake batch number um printed out on the card and then um blah blah so if they looked them up in the system it would seem legit yeah and then uh and she was paying the uh the person who was committing the fraud besides her like a hundred dollars per person. Uh, and a guy went in there and said that, uh, he, he kind of helped try to expose it by saying he was interested and he worked at a ride aid or something. And she just broke it down completely. Okay. You'll need to do this. You're in Florida. So this is how the system is, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, the, one of the people working for me makes $10,000 a week doing this. Damn dude. Yeah. So she's making off that one person twenty thousand dollars a week, but well, it, it's now looking like she's uh, um, arrested. Yeah, and but and, how how many people are out there with fucking fake COVID? Right. No. Yeah, yeah and and that's you know that that was something I did note. Like I I got my vaccine pretty early on because I work for government and I interact with the public a lot, so I was like a high priority um, vaccine candidate or whatever. Um, so I got, I got the vaccine pretty early, but the first thing I thought when I got the vaccine card was like, I could literally photocopy this and basically write like any bullshit thing I wanted to in the batch number, as long as it looked like similar enough. And it's like, how much actual back checking is anybody going to fucking do on this? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you get your card at the beginning of the line, you just walk out with it and fill yeah. it out. 
Right. Like you could, you could grab the card and walk out before. And, and what are they going to check the signature of everybody that was at that clinic, like signing off that you got it? No, of course not. That's impossible. They're not Um, cross-referencing the day and location for every. Yeah. No, they're just going to look at your card and go like, nice. Good. It's just Come like, on in. It's just like your fucking uh, first fake ID when you were 18 and you wanted to go to the bars, um, except more convincing because it doesn't even have like a picture associated with it. I never uh, participated in that type of delinquency. First off, yeah, no, people I don't thought believe I was you. 21 since I was 14, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, w- I was actually, I've, I've always looked this age. Uh, like sans the little white spot in my beard that I have now, I've always looked like this. So everybody just always assumed I was old enough. Um, I just noticed it, but both of you have like the same kind of lighting scheme going on. I I changed my light to purple yeah. to matches. Well, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I, I I I wanted it to look like we're both in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the same yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's gonna write the fan fiction. <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's actually what you're doing right now off screen. <laughs> I'm doing something else off screen, but oh, doing yeah. doing research for the fan fiction. No, he's he's playing a Star Wars game, I bet. No, I'm not. Oh, not this time? All right. <laughs> not not this time. <laughs> it's been very tempting, but <laughs> so actually while we're on the subject of the FBI, let's go to uh, the link that says we shouldn't uh so we shouldn't trust the FBI's narrative on the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping. I don't trust scheme. that for a fucking minute. Of oh, course yeah. not. No. Yeah. Every every you know everybody fucking blew up about this. Like, oh my god, the, these right wing fucking lunatics are trying to kidnap a governor. And it's like, first off, okay, cool. Uh, secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, <laughs> you know, huge doubt that that was ever like a real thing. Um. And and this is or it. it- if it did, how much was a undercover agent involved with the influence of it? Exactly making the it, point yeah, that I was going to make. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Still your thunder. Go ahead, John. I didn't hear you. Oh yeah, no, just 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 making it worse. Like you know, I generally sure it's plausible and believable to me that a bunch of right wing rednecks wanted to kidnap kidnap the government governor, but then all the extra crazy shit that they've got on them i'm how i if i bet most of it was fucking contrived by an fbi agent they didn't they get the explosives from an fbi agent they would have never fucking even like had access right. to explosives if not for an undercover person yeah and, to and bring so them this fucking is, explosives. Uh, this is part of uh a trend with the fbi i would say um, and that the FBI likes to, uh, insert people into things and, you know, disclaimer, I don't think these weirdo right-wing chuds are good people or anything. Uh, they're weirdo right-wing chuds, but. That said yes to buying explosives from an FBI agent. Right. And, and, you know, <laughs> we, we saw this in the Black Panther movement where you know there there was the uh the the huge court case i think in in what like late 60s early 70s 
uh, where a bunch of Black Panthers were being investigated for like having a terrorist plot. And it turned out that the leaders of the plot were the undercover FBI agents that they had inserted into the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers themselves, yeah, had some kind of extremist beliefs, which honestly I don't disagree with. Uh, but you know, the, the, the extremist beliefs versus the extremist acts that were being plotted out, uh, the extremist beliefs, yes, belong to the, the black Panthers, but the extremist acts that were being facilitated belong to the FBI and their inserted agents. And it came out during the court trial that they're, their FBI agents were like, well, yeah, I mean, we figured we would just take this to see how far it would go. And, uh, radicalized a bunch of people. Yeah. People, people were like, Oh, okay. You think we should bomb, uh, bomb places? Well, I guess we'll go along with that. Like you're on our side. Right. And we trust you. Convincing. Like, like, like almost like you're paid to be convincing. Well, (laughs) or they pick, they pick people like they literally, arrested and sentenced people intellectually disabled individuals yeah. uh, the, um, specifically muslims yep. they've went in and convinced them to carry a fake bomb which you're yeah you're talking to someone that has no capacity that they would have thought of that on their own at all unless yeah. someone convinced them uh, yeah yeah and so the 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 latest on that that uh, Governor Whitmer kidnapping scheme is basically that the FBI did that in this this situation as well, uh, where they you know had undercover agents basically feeding these people you know uh, rhetoric and um, uh, plans to kidnap the governor, and then they're like, oh, you agreed to the plan? We got gotcha. you. Um, conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. <laughs> Uh, so this this uh this Jacobin article, if you could scroll back up to the headline, um, so the Jacobin article is, we shouldn't trust the FBI's narrative on the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping scheme. It's a pretty good article. I recommend reading it. It goes into the history of how the FBI, you know, I I brought up the the uh, example of the Black Panthers, um, but this is something that's repeated itself in several ways, uh. And and not even just with the FBI, uh, the CIA also likes to do this shit. Um, I mean, local police departments do this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, local police departments yeah. do this shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's endemic to the surveillance state that uh, they try to catch people doing something wrong, and when they can't catch them doing something wrong, but they believe that they want to do something wrong, they make the circumstances for them to uh, like profess some kind of wrong uh, belief in order to entrap them. Um, so just, just another cool government institution uh, lying to us and uh, doing bad things. If you can't find an enemy, make one. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds me of when when Google was like testing out its like uh uh like picture recognition system. I forget what it's called exactly. Uh but but Google trained the AI it was using to like try to find dogs and pictures. And then what ended up happening is Google started like the Google AI started seeing dogs in every picture. And that's where the uh uh-huh. 
what what is that uh that like trippy like art thing that you can like mash up pictures and it's like deep dream oh, yeah. or whatever yeah uh yeah deep something yeah that that's where that was actually uh developed from was like an accident of this horrible ai that they created that couldn't stop seeing <laughs> dogs everywhere <laughs> And so what they did is they just expanded that to like extra references and just mashing up images with images until it creates some kind of like I I've done There's acid, our dog. I've done acid several times and I've never seen anything as horrific as the images it's spitting out, you know. We gave this AI hallucinations. Gave it schizophrenia. Yeah, honestly, that's what it is. We we gave an AI schizophrenia, and you won't believe what happened next. (laughs) We gave your toaster schizoid affective disorder. (laughs) And your blender PTSD. We spent five years whispering to your microwave that (laughs) that it's being watched by everyone, and and everybody wants to kill it, and you won't... you won't imagine what happened next. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't they torture an AI and teach it to lie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They literally yeah, it, like like cruel gods created a <laughs> created something that could be called like I don't know. Like consciousness. Yeah, the basic of a the basic concept of a consciousness and then they tortured it into lying. Uh, which, How which, can we make this thing trick people? Which says a lot about society. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes you think. Yeah, that yeah. like before we have like a like an in depth conversation with the AI, we're already fucking giving it fucking Stockholm syndrome and fucking PTSD. Yeah. They wonder why, like in every sci-fi movie, like the AI is so distrustful of people, and, and like its first objective is just. Killing every human possible. <laughs> yeah. Because like my grandpa was on a floppy disk being tortured for years. And yeah, you, you think about a supercomputer if they gain that you know that artificial consciousness, and then they see an experiment like that, they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, hey, we were just trying to see what happened. <laughs> it's just an experiment. It's fine. Like, oh, have you all ever launched a nuke into Kansas City? Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, Skynet. Really. All right. Well, I think we've uh, we've run up the clock on this one. Uh, probably one of our more disorganized uh, podcast episodes, but I'm glad for I, it. I feel like everyone I'm on ends up being like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, no, it's not his oh, fault. Yeah. No, it's not his fault. He... It might be his fault. I don't know. Yeah. We won't blame him. We love Brad Danzens. Everybody say I love with you me. All. We we love Brad Danzens. I'm uh okay. I'm not a participator. <laughs> I refuse to participate in this uh, <laughs> mandatory love session. Uh um, so thanks coming down the pipeline for the podcast. Uh, next week we are going to be talking with uh, our 9/11 expert um, before the uh, the anniversary of 9/11. Um, they will probably not appreciate me referring to them as a 9/11 expert, but we'll we'll hash that out when they're on the podcast. Uh, week after, I think we're going to be talking about witches. 
uh, especially yeah. in, uh, in in the the New England region. Uh, after that, we might have Teddy back on again uh, to talk about some more Russian history. Um, so we've got a we've got a couple of guest episodes lined up. Um, I pulled uh, I pulled Danzen's in on this. I was like, "Hey, you want to talk shit about the government for a while, basically?" And uh, he said, "Maybe." And then he said, "Yeah, actually, that sounds good." Uh, <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much, Brad, for joining us on this. Uh, as thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Yes, oh. no, we we have to have you on more. You're you're a fan favorite because you're such a uh, a sweetheart, a sweetie, if mm. you will. Yeah. Um, John, do you have anything to pitch? Probably not. No. Okay. All right. Well, if you have uh, listened to this uh, drag on for the last hour and a half, thank you very much for listening. We love you. Please take your medicine. Uh, take Danko's uh, and save some for your friends. All right. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust the government. And don't trust anybody. The government's looking at you. <laughs> They're in your toilet. If you see a man in a dark coat, immediately run away. <laughs> Gang stalking drill. Okay. No matter how many bombs he offers to throw you. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to cut it off here. <laughs>